0: Talk. Talk fast. Who first? My name is Sarah Connor. August 29, 1997. It was supposed to be Judgment Day. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Today we are discussing Terminator Dark Fate 2019, directed by Tim Miller. Uh, well, we sort of have the entire team coming all the way back. Uh, we have James Cameron returning back on the writing team, along with uh, Charles Egley, Josh Friedman, D- David S. Goyer, Justin Rhodes... Billy Ray and Gail Ann Hurd, who created the characters. We also have Linda Hamilton returning as Sarah Connor, and Arnold Schwarzenegger coming back as the ten. Sorry, the ten, the T eight hundred. We also have joining us in this movie uh, Mackenzie Davis as Grace, who is best well known for playing Cameron on *Halt and Catch Fire*. She was also on uh, Black Mirror and Blade Runner, as well as The Martian. Um, We also have Natalia Reyes playing Danny Ramos. Danny Ramos is best well known for... uh, uh, Looks like mostly Spanish television uh, series that I'm mostly unfamiliar with. Um, and we also have Gabriel Luna, who is most well-known for playing in in the States, at least. He's best well-known for uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, playing Ghost Rider. Um, and so, this movie is one of the many movies that are coming back from the 90s that are just trying to make a resurgence. Just like uh, Rambo, just like Godzilla, just like Men in Black, just like all these... A resurgence of movies that were once popular back in the mid-90s, they're trying to make a resurgence into, into their own um, kind of universe or somewhat of a reboot. Now, a lot of people are equating this Terminator Dark Fate movie to, um, what is it called, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Now, most people would say that Basically because what The Force Awakens did was it used very much the same blueprint that Star Wars A New Hope had back in the 80s and is transmitting all of those same plot elements onto a new um, character scheme. And so that's basically what they're doing with the Terminator uh, Dark Fate movie. So we're basically getting a rehash of Terminator T2 which came out in 1991, probably what most people would uh, call the best Terminator movie. And from what I can tell, the first two movies, it's been a while since I've seen them, but what uh, I can really gleam that what made those popular and really work is that it was somewhat of a, it definitely was a horror but it actually mixed a little bit of sci-fi action along with it. I mean, the first movie was only done on a six million, $6, $7 million budget, and so it was fairly small. There was not big, uh, bombastic action scenes like we got in these uh, uh, movies that came to follow. But T1 was very much a small horror film. Uh, T2 became the big action film that we know it as, and so... Ever since T two came out in nineteen ninety one, they've been trying to really find, uh, you know, the hole that makes this uh, b- makes this this project this medium tick. And with uh, Terminator: Rise of the Machines in two thousand three on a two hundred million dollar budget, they still couldn't do it. It uh, became much more of a bleak ending. Uh, pretty much all the endings after T2 were pretty bleak. Even um, Terminator Salvation with Christian Bale and Antoine Yelchin. Um, Terminator Salvation, two thousand nine, two hundred million dollar budget, is still just focused on all the action and uh, not enough story. Um, so they again they tried to reboot the uh, franchise in uh, Terminator Genesis. 2015 on a 155 million dollar budget with uh, uh, Daenerys Targaryen and Amelia uh, Clark, and they still couldn't do it. And so, personally, I, I do think they kind of fucked up with uh, the casting. They've used two of the most quote unquote bland actors that are. I just do not like. Sam Worthington and I'm uh, and I am not a fan of. Uh, what is his face from Salvation? Sam, Sam Worthington and Genesis guy. Um, they don't even have him listed on here. Let me see. Uh, Jai Courtney. I'm just not a fan of these guys. I find them very bland and just they they aren't my actors. They don't really get a good script normally, and so. Typically, that's what's been wrong with the last few Terminators is the fact that the uh, the script has been very much lacking and they don't know what to do with this plot. And so, what are they going to do on Terminator Dark Fate? Well, let's just do, do a rehash, reboot, recycle. Let's do it again. And so, basically, everyone is just reassuming uh, different roles. They're bringing back the old old people and they're protecting the new people. And that's kind of what the you know T2 did. Um, Here's a synopsis: Sarah Connor and a human, sorry, Sarah Connor and a hybrid cyborg human must protect a young girl from a newly modified liquid Terminator from the future. Um, so it is, you know, protect uh, protect the child very much how it was protect John Connor in T two, and so the problem with this movie is that what I had heard is that they had started developing the action scenes way long before the movie was even finished being written. So it it very much feels like all of these action uh, scenes are... The movie is written around action scenes in a way that doesn't feel organic, nor does it feel necessary to the plot. Um, it just feels like action for action's sake. And it's like T1, T2 all had... Uh, amazing action and amazing uh, set pieces you know crazy helicopter scenes and crazy uh, robots that were coming after you no matter if they were turning into liquid or if they're metal form or if they fully functional form or whatever Um, it was always something thrilling and something different and the problem with this movie, is that it's not showing either one of those. It's showing action scenes we've seen a hundred different times. Um, I was a little bit on the edge of my seat towards the end of this movie, but not in a way that I was like, you know, do I really give a shit about these people? Not, No, not really. Um, the humanity within these characters felt very much like it was lacking. I. It's not like they didn't give a shit about the movie, or, you know, not not the... the uh, the actors didn't give a shit about the movie. What I'm saying is like, they didn't give them gravitas uh, within the character's motivations. And I I very much felt like this was kind of a buddy road trip with all these characters. Except normally within that, you don't have, you have someone that's, you know, the straight edge person, and then you have someone that's cracking the jokes, and there's kind of this dynamic between the people, but it felt like everyone was taking this movie all way too seriously. Everyone, it didn't seem like anybody was having a great time, and I know that given the circumstances of, you know, people being, you know, killed left and right by Terminators, you're not supposed to be having a wonderful time, but I did feel like there is this missing gleam um, within the movie, and I it's kind of, if I remember correctly, I don't remember Seen bits and pieces of Rise of the Machines, but Salvation it at least expanded the world. I think most people are looking back at the Terminator franchise and st- giving Salvation a little bit more of a an eye, just because they did expand upon the story and they didn't just recycle this same cat and mouse Terminator coming to get you thing kind of thing. Um, I I want to say that the the strongest parts of this movie are the casting. I think the casting generally works. Um, I am not Mackenzie. Is her name Mackenzie Davis? Mackenzie Davis and Linda Hamilton clearly hold themselves on the screen. Natalia Reyes does her best but it's just not it doesn't jive with me uh, 100% of the way. They don't they don't exactly give this character the right things to do or say at the, at the right points, you know, if she's losing someone, if someone is hurt in her family, she doesn't seem to act correct or she kind of forgets very easily and it just feels like she, you know, she's you know, she's not like Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor, and and always strategically planning like uh, she was in the first two Terminators. So um, biggest problem with this movie is that I think it does take itself way too seriously, especially for it to be kind of this you know capping of you know of the franchise. Like I'm, um, regardless of how this movie ends, I think that it's clear that. Arnold does not want to play t uh, the T one hundred for that much many movies longer. So um, the writing is just is kind of bland in my opinion. I'm not I'm not really sure w- what happened on the writing side. The antagonist Gabriel Luna he's got a presence, but he's nothing like. Um, the previous, um, what was his face? Every, everyone uh, remembers the T2 guy. Robert Patrick playing the T-1000. And his just, you know, crazy dynamic look. He's not... The thing about the, the Terminators is that they seem to take on an interesting body shape. Like, Arnold, obviously, is a massive dude. So he's going to be... It's going to look like a robot just walking himself. But Robert Patrick um, went the extra mile and just uh, really ex- exhibiting, you know, being a robot, not breathing, constantly running, just this scary nonstop, uh, like, figure that is coming after you. So, uh, I don't really feel like we get that with this character of... Uh, Gabriel Luna as the Rev 9. Now, um, let me see, anything else that we need to talk about? It's a recycled plot. It's, you know, the action scenes are competent, but uh, it's nothing that we haven't seen before. Sometimes the rules of the story don't make sense. Like, I'm not exactly sure when all of this is supposed to be taking place because the the elements of the other movies either sometimes count or don't count at all. And in depending on who you ask, uh, it's, it's completely different. You know, the, the timeline in the Terminator structure is just really fucked up. Um, so, ultimately, I gave this a 6 out of 10, mostly because I, I had better... I thought I was going to see a better movie, to be honest. And the portrayal of Linda Hamilton... As Sarah Connor is amazing, and I think she exhibits that character, uh, you know, as as someone would that age. You know, she's coming back to reprise that character, and she does it flawlessly. There's not a second I don't think that that would that's exactly who she would be. Um, Mackenzie Davis, I love her physicality in this movie, her ability to carry herself on screen. I've never really seen her act uh, past the. Um, 24, uh, Blade Runner 2049, and I don't believe she had any action scenes in that. So, this is amazing to see her in that, and she's she really exhibits this, uh, uh you know, kind of a Robin Wright character, and just like she's beautiful, but she also kicks ass, and it's just like it, it's awesome. And so, there's a lot of themes of. Uh, you know, you know, growing older and kind of maturing in this movie, and they completely do nothing. They do absolutely nothing with it, and it it's kind of a missed or whiffed opportunity, which is kind of unfortunate. I really do think they could have had some self reflection and in, in this movie beyond just uh, some subtextual things. So, okay, so. Let's talk about Terminator Dark Fate in spoiler section right now. So, at the beginning of this movie, it's it was completely bewildering to me that I had no idea that they were sending multiple Arnold Schwarzenegger T-800s back in time to kill John Connor. So, this movie takes place at the very end of T2, evidently. They're, you know, they've escaped and whatnot, but, uh, and by the way the CG on all this uh this recreation I thought this was a I thought this was a scene from an older movie. I was like, what? You know, you know they brought young uh, Edward Furlong out of retirement, and put, put the mo-cap on him, made him young again or something and and we have Linda Hamilton playing uh you know young Linda Hamilton as young Sarah Connor and we have young T-800, I was or young Arnold. I was blown away by this. But then he goes up and shoots John Connor, I was like, oh, my God. And it's completely shattering to somebody that's not expecting that. And because the majority of people, I think, agree that the T2 uh, movie very much ends on a hopeful note, this is not what we we're expecting to happen. So Sarah Connor's reaction towards this throughout the movie is, you know, she wants to get revenge on Arnold uh, the the T eight hundred that has been hiding out. He apparently started uh Carl's drapes, draperies, or whatever he's hanging drapes and whatnot. He has a family. He has uh, a Hispanic wife and son. And and some people would say that that was subtextual, um, you know, evidence that he's trying to resolve his sins because of evidently that's what. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger had an affair with uh, his Hispanic um, maid, I believe, and had a son, to my knowledge, who's about, you know, similar age. And so there's some, you know, there very much felt like there was a different writer for Arnold within this movie. I, I very much recall about, you know, an hour and 10 minutes in, he's still not really in the movie. He hasn't said anything. I don't even think he's mentioned. Uh, he's just alluded to. But, I mean, in the trailers, it's completely uh, spoiled that he's going to be, you know, showing up at some point in the movie because, you know, they have to use him to sell it. But, uh, and he's the one texting all the coordinates to the places that Linda Hamilton, she needs to go to go defeat another Terminator for John. Um, so, yeah, I... I'm frustrated, mostly because there was so much self-introspection that they could have done with the robot of, you know, Arnold has the T-800. But most of it is just lip service just to saying that, you know, he's just been hanging out and, you know, growing older and waiting for his time to come kind of thing. And I was like, I I don't really think we care about Arnold's uh, family's well-being that much. Mostly because... They didn't feel like they were in trouble, nor did they really feel like they were, you know, characters. They felt more like plot devices in a way, just to show him that, oh, he cares, oh, he has a family kind of thing. Um, also, this has a very strong female-centric, uh, I don't want to say, you know, girl power, hoorah kind of thing. But, I mean, it kind of is. And it's a little bit way on the nose for some people. I think this is what's going to be the most annoying thing for uh, critics, is that it's way on the nose. And at some point, she's saying, you know, you're the new John. Linda Hamilton tells Diana that she's the new John Connor, that, you know, we have to keep her safe, that essentially the entire plot of the second movie is now on the, you know, is on her, and... They kind of do a slight subversion of that at the very end, with saying, um, "You know, oh, it's you know, it's not her baby that's going to be the uh, the savior. She's not going to be the Mary." Which I thought was interesting. You know, Linda uh, Sarah Connor says, "You know, I, I'm not going to be married to the Jesus that's going to be birthed." You know, as if John Connor was kind of like a Jesus figure. Um, they're kind of transferring it to it to be diana and i don't have i don't essentially have a problem with that i just never felt like one she ever really cared about anything her 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 character was so thinly written and the way that she loses her family so quickly is just odd or it's not odd but it's um it's kind of abrupt in a way for no one to really recollect with anything like when pe- when we were losing people in the earlier terminators, I really felt like we were losing people we knew and i i we don't have any time with her her family that we really give a shit and you know, I, there's only so much I can say, but I just really think they dropped the ball on on the script. Um, and i i I kind of wanted them to pay a little bit more service to. The earlier Terminators, they seem to bring all of the iconography back of Terminator, but they didn't bring any of the heart. They didn't bring any of the soul, and that's what really feels like they're missing in Terminator um, Dark Fate. I I just feel like it is such a dry, dry, bland action movie that you could have put any... it just feels like a regular action movie. It didn't have to be a Terminator movie. So, that's uh, essentially how I felt about it. The music, the sound production, and all of that, I think, all really work. Once again, that's what really gives it the the weight of the the robots. But the practicality of the prota- the an- antagonist... Sorry, I might have said the antagonist when I meant pro... Antagonist... Uh, protagonist I meant antagonist earlier. Anyways the liquid metal to metal framing of the terminators did not make any sense like it didn't it just feels like there's no rules to this uh liquefying metal robot that just stops at nothing it's like where did it come from where there's like no there's no explanation from anything except that it's from the future and it just wants to kill. Um, where's the personality coming from? What is the protocols? I feel like it's almost like trying to defeat it. And it's like there's no way to really defeat it except, you know, a really big explosion or a really big, you know, power surge of some sort. And I just I, – the way that this is defeated, you know, putting them down the power cell shaft or whatever just does not feel like the, the smartest thing that, you know, would – uh, defeat something like that. Nothing felt like it was ever definitive in defeating it, and I just did not like the the way they used the liquid metal, and then they used the the skeleton Terminator as two separate entities, except for them to have Arnold and Mackenzie Davis uh, both fight a separate entity. It just felt like. I, why not just send an army of them? Why aren't they always in separate forms? Well, you know what is the weakness of this thing? Because I just really felt like it was just uh, like an effect, and I couldn't really pinpoint it down. And so that was kind of the most you know uh, annoying thing. I just felt like there was nothing smart about the movie. It just was like you know always hitting something. It felt like too, you know, and uh, in T two it felt like uh, the liquid metal versus the, uh, you know, T2, which is the unstoppable unstoppable object meets an Im- immo- immovable object. Something like that. You know what I mean. But um, I, I really just think that this movie dropped the ball overall. And I kind of don't want to see any more Terminators if they're going to be just bang, boom, boom. Like, give me some story... Maybe just tone it down and use some real people. Don't go for the balls to the wall action helicopter scenes every time. This doesn't need to happen. So, yeah, thank you for listening to the Luck at All podcast. Um, maybe they'll reboot this shit again. Um, it, they, I mean, they've done it before, so I mean, why not do it again? Um, uh, CGI looked, you know, okay for the most part. I thought sometimes when they're jumping around looked a little bit too weightless but other than that just you know it was very okay in my book this podcast is sponsored by lias dot media.com photo video digital media production check out all the lucked Up podcasts, podcast twitch youtube facebook instagram streams uh post all the good stuff you know where it is paypal.me slash look podcast for all donations Thank you for listening. And I'll be back. I am going to kill you. I'll be back. I won't be back. (laughs) I'll be back.